sinister legion of the underworld. To Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime power creep that transcends this planet, galaxy, universe, and the realm of creation entirely. He's finally revealed his final form, everybody. <laughs> I've been, Look been out. holding out for a special occasion, and you know what? 184 seems like a good number for no reason. Let me take wow. the mask off. <laughs> it's a 83. I already fucked it up. Never mind. Wings. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, uh, this is your last episode of Charging Up, and then next episode you'll be in your full power. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's still a chance we can stop you uh, at the at the, the cliffhanger at the end. So. <laughs> oh, boy. But this is a special occasion, as we also have a guest here with us. Today we're joined by my old pal, Tyler Dennering, from the Franchise Podcast. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm here with my cannon ready to blow up the sun because uh, we hate hate the daylight. (laughs) Well, I mean, I do. We're weebs. It hurts the skin. I'm so pale. I mean... I probably have a vitamin D deficiency. I haven't been to a doctor in years. <laughs> uh, me too. Yeah, the D stands for doctor. <laughs> I mean, the reason vampires drink blood is for the vitamin D deficiency. So as long as you got a lot of neighbors and a lot of ways to hide the body. Just saying. There you go. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so Tyler has joined us. He has picked what we're watching today. If you want to go ahead and introduce it, Tyler. Um, sure. And yeah, thanks so much for having me on in advance. Yeah. Um, we'll see if you're still happy with me by the end, but (laughs) (laughs) even certain parts in this movie, I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot about this part. Uh, my bad, but (laughs) we'll we'll talk about it. But, uh, we're You picked anime, so you already got a notch against you for Dugan, so. (laughs) There you go. Um, but yes, we're covering Dragon Ball, Sleeping Princess in Demon's Castle, I believe it's called. Um, Oh, oh, I'm right. sorry. Dragon Ball, Sleeping Princess, and Devil's Castle. Oh. Ah, that changes Very important. Yes, everything. very important for posterity. Oh, no, I watched the wrong movie. I, I watched <laughs> Demon's Castle. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> if you can't find it, uh, I don't know. It'll probably pop up anyways in Google. Uh, but, yeah, I was going through, like, a kick last year, like, deep pandemic or whatever, of just watching all the Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movies. Because um, I'm like, oh, I never really caught up on those. Because, uh, I don't know, I watch. oh, it started with watching the Dragon Ball Super movies because those are more recent. Mm. And I'm like, I'm just going to go back and watch all the, the old stuff. And um, and I don't know, especially Dragon Ball has like such a spot of like nostalgia for me. Yeah. Even before mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. Because uh, not only just because of the time I watched it in my youth and everything, but also because it's like... <laughs> A bunch of kids, for the most part, um, <laughs> fighting a bunch of adults with machine guns, which I find very strange. <laughs> and in this case, demons with machine guns. <laughs> oh, gee. Yeah, this is actually the first Dragon Ball anything we've done, right, on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Obviously, I grew up with Dragon Ball Z, um, but I as I've gotten older, I've realized I prefer Dragon Ball, the the prequel series with yeah. Goku as a kid, because as I've heard someone describe it, Dragon Ball is about fun, you know, silly, zany adventures and Goku discovering the origins of himself and you know just kind of having fun road trip adventures. Dragon Ball Z is, as my intro alluded to, the power creep of just screaming until the other person dies and yeah. <laughs> fighting the strongest thing in existence and it kind of just gets wildly out of hand from a story perspective but dragon ball can still be like real fun and like grounded yeah there's mm. a bunch of weird random characters i mean i guess there's weird random characters in dragon ball z but like everyone is less like by dragon ball z i guess goku is basically just so powerful that you're not never gonna see a lot of the uh, side characters, or if they show up, it'll be like, like I don't know, Yamcha's in this. He does like a thing. <laughs> Bul- hey, now, love a good Yamcha. <laughs> Bulma has more to do. Uh, Poir turns into scissors. I don't know. There's there's a lot more like uh, random weird characters. <laughs> I um, love Poir. Yeah. That's kind of my problem with Z. Is I'm so sick of the Saiyans. I'm so yeah. sick of specifically Goku and Vegeta, and I have such an affinity for all the side characters, which we see a lot more in Dragon Ball. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch this. There's there's always more Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z movies than I'm aware of. Every time I find yeah. one, there's two more. I have never obviously Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z are so huge, like in the mm-hmm. cultural zeitgeist, like even in America, that I'm aware of the characters. <laughs> We've and all, all seen of that the Macy's stuff. Day's Thanksgiving parade. We've seen the Goku balloon. <laughs> of course. And who hasn't well, this is probably more of an anime fan thing, but the who would beat each other, the Sailor Moon versus Goku debate thing. Mm-hmm. It's so, you know, I feel like any anime fan is aware of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> but I've never actually watched any of it, aside from the abridged series. Uh, well, that's <laughs> <laughs> a different thing entirely. It is very different. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the uh, similar boat where, uh, like, through cultural osmosis, I'm like, yeah, I know all these characters. But I remember, like, Toonami as a kid having, like, flash memories of specific episodes. But that that's it. I'm... I specifically remember there's uh, one episode where he meets, like, Princess Snake on the Snake Way. I had to look it up before uh, (laughs) because I'm like, this specific episode is just ingrained in my brain. Why could that be? I look it up. Oh, it's the Vore episode. Okay, cool. Learn a little about ourselves. (laughs) Everything's Uh, got one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dragon Ball's got a few. Uh, Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm deep in the Dragon Ball lore and canon and, like, have head canons with some friends about how Dragon Ball can easily be remade into a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, <laughs> show with all the Namek starring as uh, the, uh, what's their last names? Banks. The Banks family. Um, so, I got a lot of dumb head canon opinions about Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I love so, that. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely be coming out swinging on <laughs> weird standpoints of why uh, Par is the greatest mom in Dragon Ball canon. <laughs> yes, please. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Yamcha's a big, dumb himbo and needs a parent. Yep. The only parent around is a small, talking cat that can change into things. That is Par. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about time uh, we pause so Brendan can write this fan fiction. But we're going to watch the movie. Let's go! Yeah!
does not pre- prefer pear. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> nope, that was it. That's the intro. Keep <laughs> and I was not prepared for a Count Chocula tie-in to a Dragon Ball movie from '87. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, weird, weird choice with the licensing for this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we start out the movie absolutely the tone I was not expecting uh, in this like intro shot of it's just like a red hellscape yeah. and then just a, a deep man's voice being like, oh, in, in a world with a, a castle of five peaks known as Devil's Castle. Uh, the sleeping princess is guarded by an evil legion of demons. And then just like jump scare of a real <laughs> fucked up demon face. Yeah, not screaming. in the art style of any Dragon Ball thing I've seen before. It and was I was like, very oh, spooky. That's yeah, this really got my attention. Because am I watching the right thing? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Rudder. But uh, yeah, that's partly why I wanted to pick it. Just because it's like, hey, remember that? Like, I just like to think of Goku in his like 40s. He's like a grandpa or whatever. Just because, I don't know. I think Goku is a grandpa in his 40s <laughs> in the canon or whatever. <laughs> but um, so like, I wonder if he ever thinks about the time he ever fought a Dracula in a, in a castle full of <laughs> demons that shot machine guns at him. And his other like eight-year-old friend. I wonder if he ever thinks about that. In his, in his spare time, it's just like such a strange thing to do for a for a movie. But uh, yeah, just yeah. how often drinks. does this come up in the canon of <laughs> oh on the series? Oh, this reminds me of this puzzle I, I faced in the castle. The the what? Back. The vampire demon? What? <laughs> hey, remember when we fought Count Lucifer? I'm sorry. Who? Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Bulma, that uh, that vampire that you had a crush on, kind of, I guess. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Isn't she married to Vegeta later? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, don't talk about that in front of him. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Don't bring don't, up, don't bring up my ex. Don't, don't get us wrong. Vegeta's the bottom in that relationship. Like Bulma, <laughs> Bulma runs that shit. Like it's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we uh, we see our our little friend Goku flying around on his little Nimbus cloud. Uh, he's catching fish, he's going up and uh, having a little flying adventure, and uh, he arrives on uh, a familiar thing. One of the few landmarks I can pinpoint from Dragon Ball. <laughs> uh, uh, to the Kame house on the little island out in the middle of wherever. Clearly, uh, this is... I'm going into this, watching it like this is... I'm, I'm the target audience of... Yeah. I'm watching this movie purely as a movie. I don't know Dragon Ball. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so yeah, going into it, um, we see just an old man watching a sexy jazzercise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yeah. This is the stuff I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I remembered he is a horny old man. That's all I know. That's the one yeah. detail. Powers, strengths, alliances with other characters. No, I just know he loves his dirty magazine. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, this is Master Roshi. The you know if uh, you like anime, listening to this probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, he uh, Goku arrives and he's like, "Hey, train me, Master." And Roshi's like, uh, "Where did you come from, my dude? I'm having personal me time. Please uh, back up." Uh, 
And Roshi's like, uh, you're, you're a little young. It's going to be tough. I don't know if you got it in you. Uh, but just then, we see a challenger approaches. <gasps> a, another person is rowing up to the island. And then we see a shiny bald head and another little boy. I don't know. He could be 6,000. We don't know. <laughs> uh, True. Uh, but he uh, jumps over, uh, trying to impress all of them. But he lands headfirst in the sand and gets stuck. And I, just the timing of this, this is much funnier than I thought it was yeah. going to be. Mm-hmm. Of like even just the comedic timing of him like falling face in the sand, and then they just stand there <laughs> for a minute, Let him struggle, and <laughs> Roshi's just like. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's why I like Dragon Ball better than Z because it's it's got so much more charm and specifically uh, this character Krillin, uh, he's just such a little shit in Dragon Ball, yeah. and in Dragon Ball Z he becomes bland oatmeal who just becomes a cop and sucks. Yeah. But in Dragon Ball he's such like a smarmy little like son of a bitch. I love him. He's great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very cartoony. It's very fun. Definitely different from all the the Dragon Ball Z imagery in my mm-hmm. brain from mm-hmm. just the world. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, he arrives and he also asks for uh, uh, training for Master Roshi, and uh, he's like, uh, "Well, sorry, this guy's here first, but uh, both of you are jerks. None of you even offer me a gift. Come on, I'm I'm not doing this for free." <laughs> uh, so Krillin, of course, is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Please, the customary gift. And just pours, pulls out a porno mag. And, <laughs> yep, that, that's good enough. Yeah. It works. You're in, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just forgot about Dragon Ball in general. Where I'm like, Especially since I watched it before Dragon Ball Z, for the most part. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, so I was really young watching it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like a great kid show and everything. And I know there's action and violence and everything. <laughs> But all that stuff went over my head, and I guess the last time I watched it, maybe I just, uh, I don't know, I had too much of an edible or something, so <laughs> that stuff went, <laughs> went past my head. I was just like, oh, cool, they're fighting a Dracula. That's really sick. And I just forgot about all the porno mag stuff, and I was like, uh-oh, sorry, guys. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's weirdly it's fine. In terms of how uh, porn and uh, <laughs> perviness in anime is portrayed, this is very tame. <laughs> Especially for an 80s anime movie. Yeah. 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 Especially going into knowing any little bit about Dragon Ball. I feel like a lot of people would know that Master Roshi is this way. So mm. I was prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he's like, alright, well, Goku is here first, but you actually gave me money. Uh, now I actually need to make a choice. <laughs> All right, well, I can't train both of you. That would be ridiculous. Uh, (laughs) Insane! (laughs) So I need you all to go off. Hmm, what will your test be? Oh, uh, if only there was a convenient title of this movie. (laughs) I need you to go find the sleeping princess in Devil's Castle and bring her back to me. Ah. Uh, And we get more uh, backstory of long ago, the evil Count Lucifer... Uh, kidnapped the princess and put her under a sleep spell. Uh, and the first kid to rescue her and bring her back uh, will become Roshi's student. Uh, so they're like, all right, sick, cool. Uh, it's going to be super dangerous, but we can handle it. We'll prove ourselves to you, master. Uh, where is it? And Roshi just 
points. Yeah. It's like that way. It's like it's over there. Go. <laughs> also, no, it's me. Uh, laugh out loud several times, yeah. which was very nice. And this was number one. Yeah. <laughs> I also began to question why Master Roshi wanted uh, them to return the Sleeping Princess to his island. And I'm like, I shouldn't think about this anymore. <laughs> because No. Yeah. Yeah. The less you think about Roshi, the better. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, we'll take it at face value. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I do like that Goku's like, she must be starving if she's been asleep this whole time just because one of his character things is he's just always hungry and always wants to eat. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, But uh, uh, Roshi's like, yeah, sorry, Goku, it's kind of cheating if you like use your cloud uh, to travel. So you both just have to swim there. All right, bye. <laughs> Go and Just tells them to go. Uh, and so they take off. And then we get a little uh, uh, running montage where they're just chasing each other and and doing some wily coyote shit, of, uh, <laughs> uh, like knocking out uh, uh, wooden bridges and uh, riding on buffalo and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they uh, eventually they still get there around the same time. Goku mostly gets there first, though. Uh, so uh, back on the island, we see. Uh, uh, Bulma comes to visit uh, Roshi, and they're looking for Goku. And there's a bunch of other people here, but they didn't get introduced. So I was like, <laughs> hi, uh, I know you're assuming I watched this series. I am so sorry, but these are just weird pigmen to me. Yeah, I <laughs> They really don't explain. Bulma and Bulma's friends. Yeah, they really don't explain Oolong at all. <laughs> it's just like, okay. <laughs> well... We got Bulma, which we know. Yeah. We got Yamcha, who's just Bulma's boyfriend at this time. We got Poor, who's Yamcha's mom. And then we got Oolong, who really doesn't need attention at all. He's, <laughs> up, he's up there with Roshi of, the less you think about him, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and they're like, hey, we're looking for Goku. And Roshi's like, oh, yeah, well, I sent him to his death anyways. So <laughs> Back to Poor. <laughs> he, he, like, tries to sell it like Bye. a... He sent them to, like, a theme park or something. He's like, oh, yeah, Devil's Hand. It's like an amusement park, kind of. Just like, no. That's not <laughs> it's a it fun is. time. You sent a couple of children to their death. <laughs> yeah. We can read time. between the lines. We know you. <laughs> uh, so uh, 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 that group, they're going to go follow and uh, try to make sure the child doesn't die. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Goku and Krillin get to the castle, which is just this terrifying landscape, and, uh, Krillin is scared because, as the name suggests, the, uh, Devil's Hand Castle looks like the Devil's Hand, just <laughs> popping out of the ocean. Bit spooky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, Goku just leads the charge, and they find this big scary cave with, uh, uh, rocks that look like teeth, and then they... They enter and make their way inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goku is the textbook example prime king of, like, shonen protagonists where he's not afraid of anything because he's just, frankly, too stupid to be aware of what's <laughs> yeah. happening around him. Uh, he's also just too strong to ever be in any real danger. And Krillin is human and can die and has multiple times. Oh, so is Goku. Um, so, yeah, he's actually scared of what's going on. Um, but we see uh, Bulma and the gang uh, flying after him in a little ship. And uh, we see, uh, as they're going through, they're looking around the landscape. Also scared, because also mortal human beings with flesh and blood and can die. Uh, and while they're going, 
we see the camera cut away to another scene, and so we hear a deep resonant voice saying, Igor, send out the welcoming party. Wahaha. Wahaha. Obviously, the the devil of titular devil castle. And cuts back to Bulma and the gang in their ship as they get attacked by these, like, just peak Toriyama design of, like, they're not devils, they're not ogres, they're not, like, demons, they're just anything. Yeah. But human. Like, they're just whatever he wants. There's no like, consistency to them. There doesn't need to be consistency. I want to draw some funky little guys. And that's all he does. Um, so they attack Bulma's <laughs> ship, and they crash it. Uh, and as they're going down, we cut away back to the lads. The two lads in an underground cave exploring. And uh, Krillin keeps pretending to not be scared by getting jump-scared by just rocks or stalactites or just anything. And while they're going through, we see someone following behind them. Hmm, who could this be, Dragon Uh-oh. Ball fans? Is it a character that has no presence whatsoever in Dragon Ball and God knows not in Dragon Ball Z, even though she deserves it? Yes, we'll get to her. <laughs> uh, and uh, while they're exploring, we cut back to Bulma, who's waking up in a very fancy, ornate room. Uh, you got that fancy, like, princess loft bed, yeah. and there's, like, a monster movie playing onto the TV near her. Yeah, I really like that touch, where it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, Lucifer, who's a vampire, also likes to watch old horror movies and put them on for his guests when they're waking up. <laughs> Get them Oh, I love the, I love hey, the Dragon Ball, you can just make a Halloween special. You can call it that. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, 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 we gotta, we gotta get the Universal Monster movie tie-in. Yeah, man, I love Vincent Price. <laughs> God, if it was just, like, a real-life footage of Vincent Price, yeah. on the, I would love for no reason. <laughs> no one addresses it. Um, but yeah, so she wakes up, and she's startled by Igor, and she's like, ah, who the hell are you? And he's like, oh, excuse me. And uh, we see a very debonair, well-dressed man in a suit walk in. Uh, very similar to Goku's hair. Which I found weird. <laughs> Out of all the hair you could have drawn, Toriyama. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, let me introduce myself. I'm Count Lucifer. It's like, huh. This is like Touch peak vampire design, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's perfect, and I love him. <laughs> Even if you don't know what a vampire is, you're like, you're, something's up with this guy. <laughs> clearly evil. Yeah. He has the skin of a and, killer. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> Uh, Bulma uh, yells uh, at him uh, about like, hey, you got a bunch of goons flying around here attacking people. He's like, oh, apologies for them. They're a bit overprotective. It's like, they destroyed my ship. He's like, yeah. Sorry. And she's like, well, now that I'm off, can I uh, see my friends? I noticed they're not in the room with me. And Igor's like, yes, let's go see your friends. And pulls out a giant needle. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is normal. Thanks, Igor. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back to the two little lads in the cave, and they stumble across like a kind of an open area with a bunch of big pillars in it. Uh, if this was a video game, there'd be a save point nearby because you know a boss fight's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Goku notices. He's like, "Oh, here they come!" Krone's like, "What do you mean here they come? What the hell are you talking about?" And he's like, "Give it a minute." And then you just see an <laughs> army of demons like running at them. Krone's like, "What are you? What is happening?" <laughs> And uh, it's a lot of uh, ogre demon-looking guys we saw before, but these guys are all in, like, armor, and they have, like, uh, gu- like bullet straps across them. I forget what they're called. Um, and uh, they're just running at Goku and Krill and, like, stampeding at them. And it's like, oh, God, here it comes. And they just run past them and trample them. 
and we see Coco and Krillin like pop back up, like rubbing their heads, like, "Oh, they they step all over us. What the hell is that?" And uh, one big guy in the back, uh, he's a different color than all the rest, so I assume he's the boss. <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, I noticed you two trying to play dead, so we didn't see you." It's like they they weren't playing dead; they just got actually <laughs> trampled. <laughs> like the other demon guys were just dumb and didn't see him. And Goku pops up, and he's like, hey, mister, we're here to rescue the princess. And the big red guy's like, ah, well, the princess isn't a person. Like, you can't save her. Goku's like, what? And we see this, uh, right when he says what, Goku's like, ah, what the hell? And notices this little pink demon thing biting at his ankles. It's basically if Kirby swallowed, like, a little bat. Um, (laughs) And it's just, like, gnawing at him, and he, like, kicks him off because... Even being an itty bitty baby, Goku is so stronger than everyone else in existence. Yeah. And uh, once he kicks him off, big red ogre guy starts attacking him. And uh, Krillin's like, "Oh boy, I'm glad I'm not fighting him." As the entire army turns around and comes <laughs> back to fight Krillin, he's <laughs> like, "Ah shit!" <laughs> so Krillin takes on roughly like 300 demons, and Goku takes on a slightly larger one. And uh, while they're fighting, Goku uh, knocks him out. Is able to come help Krillin, as the demons are, as you would assume from demons, shooting them with submachine guns. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. We all know the lore. Uh, I truly, at this point, did not realize just straight-up guns were that active in Dragon Ball, so I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Just full-on, just fire and lead. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, a primary villain in the Dragon Ball series against Goku is the Red Ribbon Army, which is just a literal army with guns and robots. <laughs> yeah, I love... Uh, uh, that's so funny, though. Like, big strong man versus gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> not even so much the guns, but I just like a lot in these... Uh, the earlier Dragon Ball Z movies, too, but just the... Pow- like we said earlier, some of the other characters have things to do, like Krillin, and he's also kind of an audience surrogate where he can't see the mm-hmm. army as, as fast as Goku, because Goku's just way too overpowered. But uh, mm-hmm. he this is, in 1987, this is, like, the last time he's not even an equal to Goku, but can actually, like, do stuff with him. So... <laughs> yeah, I think at this point they weren't even, like, aware of Goku being, like, a, like a Saiyan wasn't really that big of a thing. Goku's yeah. just some mountain kid with a tail, and that's it. So it's not surprising when Goku can leap to the top of a tree easily or yeah has superhuman abilities everyone's like i don't know he's just a mountain feral mountain child he's just a freak (laughs) he's just a weirdo (laughs) Um, so they start fighting off the army and they're able to take out a bunch of them uh but not all of them so they get a little overwhelmed and the big red guy wakes back up and follows them and the little gremlin thing starts biting goku again and goku once again just kicks it off um and the big guy uh big red guy uh, starts attacking. He's got this pink ribbon that he's had draped around him, and starts attacking with the ribbon, and it's like cutting through the pillars and through stone around them. Uh, so he starts fighting with Goku again because uh, he was actually a rival. And uh, while he's busy, Krillin's like, "Haha! Now's my chance to get ahead!" and sneaks off because he's a little shit. I love him. Cut to Bulma is getting a tour of the castle by Count Lucifer and Igor. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, nice place you got here, but I'm still feeling a little dizzy. And Igor's like, ah, that's the altitude. It thins your blood out. And it's like the third time Igor's talked about blood. And it's like, we we get it. Vampire. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. <laughs> Even Lucifer's like, and, oh, yeah, he's like the leading scientist on blood, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's basically uh, he's got what a, he says. 
he's got a PhD in uh, hemocraft. No, <laughs> hemocraft's blood magic. Uh, <laughs> the study of hemology? That's not a thing. Uh, Hematology? He likes the blood. Is it? I don't know. It doesn't sound real. Based um, on how gothic he is, I believe he studies emoology. Ah, <laughs> uh, there it is. Hot topicology. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Countless Rift's like leading the way and gets these giant doors. Um, and uh, as they enter this giant room, just this colossal room with like a dome top and a hole in the ceiling for the moon, uh, there's just demons and like ogres and all these guys everywhere lining the room. And they're just hooting and hollering and screaming. And they're just like, wow, I guess they were expecting me. They sure are excited. Uh, um, re- and Countless Fur leads Bulma to this raised platform in the center of the room. Not suspicious at all. Uh, and it's also got a very ornate, like, bed, I think. Or it's just an ornate, like, platform. It's got, like, drapes and pillars around it, too. Yeah, you would think that there's a bed in there. Yeah, it looks like a bed. Um, and he introduces Bulma, and he's like, Ah, everyone, please welcome our guest of the evening. Uh, and he presents, Yeah, Bulma! And all the demons go, like, absolute ape shit and screaming and hollering. <laughs> and, like, even in my mind, I'm like, Yeah, I get it, like, her blood, but, like... She's, like, one, like, 16-year-old girl at this point, and there's, like, 400 deep... Like, that's not enough blood for anyone. Like Just logistically, it's logistic. not enough blood. <laughs> <laughs> you showed up at the frat party with a personal pan pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, and, uh, like, this whole, like, palace, or the throne room, this whole segment reminds me of Rise of Skywalker. Maybe that's just my person <laughs> oh, brain, geez. but... It definitely has those vibes of Palpatine's throne room. Oh, God. <laughs> we can't go into it. <laughs> With the random audience of ghosts. Yeah, whatever they are. <laughs> and the Count uh, Bulma says, like, oh, wow, they're, they're really getting a chuckle out of me. Why are they all laughing? The Count says, like, ah, they're laughing because you're missing the point. You know the point. And Igor's there with his giant needle we've seen for the last, like, ten minutes. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> And um, she, we see her get like strapped down to the chair, like this chair, and tied down. And they're like, "Ah, we're gonna drain your blood uh, and use it as a sacrifice." And when the count says that, he goes from like the debonair pretty boy in the talks to like a more sinister, like a lot more lines drawn on his face. Like, ah, turns out he's evil. <laughs> Who could have guessed? Who to guessed? Who to thunk? <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Not at all. And uh, when Bulma gets strapped down to the chair, she yells out for Yamcha, who, at this point, we haven't seen yet. And it just comes to Yamcha, Poir, and Oolong, like, wandering around in the castle. And Yamcha's like, oh, do you hear that? Bulma cried out for me. It's like, where are you? <laughs> My beloved. Yeah. I'd hear her anywhere. We can't tell I if he's in the next... searching the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't tell if he's in the next room over or if he's on the other side of the island. <laughs> but he hears it. Uh, and then, uh, so the three of them go running to help Balma, and we cut to Krillin, uh, still trying to find his way, uh, through the castle when he got his head start sneaking off, and he gets picked off by this, like, two-headed dragon thing. And he's like, ah, beans, Goku, and Goku is able to see this somehow. I guess he's not that far yet. And so Goku breaks off the fight with the ogre guy and runs off after him. And, uh, while Krillin's being kidnapped, uh, he's in the talons of, like, this big dragon thing. And just bites it and gets him to drop him. <laughs> and I love, like, the two seconds of Krillin being really smug, like, ha can't get one over him. I'm falling. I just remembered I'm falling to my death. <laughs> like, 
He's very proud of himself. And we see as he's falling, like a giant fish creature comes out of the water <laughs> and is about to eat him. Uh, but uh, right before he gets eaten, Goku comes flying in on his flying Nimbus, this little yellow cloud. He's able to pick up Krillin. And he's like, yeah, don't worry, buddy. Here, let me put you down on the Nimbus. And Krillin fly, uh, falls through the Nimbus immediately and is about to get eaten by the fish again. And Goku has to fly back down and catch him again. He goes, ah, sorry, I forgot. You have to be pure of heart to ride on the Nimbus. And I guess you're a sinner, Krillin. I loved that reused animation <laughs> also, though. Yeah. Just right, go again. Yes. <laughs> One more time. We got to fluff like, we got to stretch out this like minute to like fit, <laughs> fit the runtime. Um, so yeah, Krillin is not so much riding on the Nimbus so much as he is just hanging on Goku because he is a filthy little child <laughs> in pure <laughs> thoughts. Uh, so, uh, when we cut back to, we see, like, the Red Ogre guy running after them, and he summons, like, fireballs to lift them up underneath his feet so he can fly after them and chase them. And while they're flying around, Goku notices, like, oh, here they come again. And Krillin's like, what? What are you talking about this time? And it's just a wave of flying demons this time? <laughs> yeah. With machine guns? Like, nonstop. It's like, <laughs> just constant. Once again, I don't know how one teenage girl's blood's gonna satiate all of these guys. <laughs> Uh, so they're able to like dip, uh, dip and swerve around all the gunfire from the demons, and the red guy starts chasing after him, and they're fighting in midair. And uh, Goku's able to trick him and lead him into a chase as they fly over the water one more time and zip through the giant fish right as it closes the mouth on the red guy and eats him instead of Krillin this time. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Big red ogre man got got by the swamp monster. <laughs> I know it's uh, or Master Roshi says earlier like. He says something along the lines where it's like, oh, they sent them to like a theme park or whatever. And uh, this whole sequence just feels very much like like it could be a ride. Like It reminds mm-hmm. me of like the Harry Potter ride or something at Universal, if you guys have ever been on that, where it's just like a bunch of scenes mm-hmm. mushed together. And it's like, oh, you gotta yeah. escape from this scene. There's a dragon. Now there's spiders. Now there's a giant monster. And it's just like <laughs> scene after scene. I'm like, this is fun. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. W- w- one where like it stops in front of like movie screens and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. There's probably been some Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z ride like in Japan Universal Studios. <clears throat> I feel like they have they have a lot of anime rides. I'm sure that you got it's you know a 40 year old. Fr- oh my god, it's almost 40 years old. Uh, yeah, there's got to be some amusement park thing for Dragon Ball. Yeah. It looks uh, like there is a uh, jump theme park uh, J World in Tokyo. J World, pretty. <laughs> Shitty. (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah, it's one of those theme parks in Japan where it's like they don't have like the land for it, so it's built in a building, so it's never bigger than like a floor. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's an indoor theme park, so it's like, oh yeah, just pose in front of this uh themed room. Okay, cool. Mm. (laughs) It's like a really neat mall. (laughs) Uh so Bulma is still with all these monsters. Lucifer makes a toast, says that Bulma will be providing refreshments, <laughs> and that <laughs> and that the princess will awaken. Um, so we see Krillin and Goku are still trying to escape the machine gun monsters on the Nimbus cloud. <laughs> <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> and now it's time. Uh, Igor is about to take Bulma's blood when Krillin and Goku bust through the wall and they fall into the princess's bed, into that draped thing on the platform. But they find it is not a princess. It is, in fact, a diamond or gem of some kind. <laughs> of some high value. Uh, and then a hot blonde lady comes in on a motorcycle and grabs the diamond. 
I don't know her, but I like her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm realizing now, I don't think they ever say her name. Her name is Launch. Launch? Yeah. All right. Is it different when she's in her other form? No. Still just Launch. Okay. Still Launch. Cool. <laughs> she's the, one of the best. The only other... Well, I know a few other Dragon Ball women, but I was like, is that Chi-Chi? That can't be Chi-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Goku goes after her, leaves the others behind. Bulma is upset. Um, the other guys are still there. They were in disguise as some uh, ogre monster guys, but the disguise drops. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Oolong the Little Pig and Poir the Cat... Uh, met at shapeshifting school. So they of can shapeshift. <laughs> shapeshifting Academy. Yeah. And apparently, yeah, apparently you can just go to school for it. I'm realizing more and more there's a lot of characters in here with no explanation. <laughs> no, you just get thrown in. Um, so Launch is, she's just fucking going and shooting guys down, but then she sneezes and then she turns into somebody else with black hair, different eyes, and she's like, how did I get here? What's going on? And she falls off the motorcycle, and as she falls, Goku grabs the diamond, but Lucifer grabbed Krillin, and he's like, if you give me back the diamond, I will let your friend go. And the power of friendship, Goku gives the diamond back. How nice. (laughs) Uh... But the monsters attack him anyway. <laughs> Through the power of friendship, they beat his ass. Yeah, they beat <laughs> Goku to a pulp. Uh, and all seems doomed. Uh, we see all the monsters reconvene. It's time to bring chaos to the world. Count Lucifer says monsters will even be on cereal boxes. <laughs> does he say that? I missed that. <laughs> he does. Yeah, oh, I, it is. I, that really <laughs> took you... Yeah. There was also... Uh, I think Master Roshi says putts. Uh, Krillin says Viva Condios. Yeah. Launch says Alvitrazine. I'm like, the localizers for this had just a lot of fun. Because yeah. <laughs> this is English, and those were not English yeah. words. Krillin says Via Condios, Monkey Boy to Goku. I'm like, what? <laughs> I did not expect that. I like it. So we establish Spanish exists in this world. When Launch, Launch comes in on her motorcycle, she says, Monster Mash, Graveyard Smash. I'm like, this I, Oh, rules. yes. I'm so mad uh, about that. I was going to write it down, but I forgot. <laughs> How dare they? It's so good. Um, but I love that that's the goal. It's like, we're going to normalize monsters. Yeah. <laughs> to the point that we're on cereal boxes. We're going to have shitty seasonal cereal. And you know what? You said Count Chocula before. He got his wish. Yeah. He, got, he got it. <laughs> I would say um, they want their time in the sun, but that's kind of the opposite of what they want. But um bum. So they awaken the, the princess. Okay, sorry. <laughs> They awaken the princess by letting Moonlight hit the diamond. It, like, gets all rainbowy and pretty. And then Lucifer, this whole part, this whole last 15 minutes is just, the hits don't stop coming. He tells all of the monsters to hold hands in a moment of silent reflection. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Take your partner by the hand, say a little prayer. Yeah, I love it. No, I kind of feel bad they're being attacked. Ah. Um, so we see our crew of good guys. They're all trapped in a wall. They admire the moon's beauty despite their circumstances. 
But then Goku looks at it and he starts shaking. And Krillin is like, ha, even you get scared of stuff sometimes. But no, Goku is going into gorilla mode. (laughs) (laughs) I was afraid of not being a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) So he busts out of the wall. The wall crumbles so everybody else gets out too. Um... He runs after our crew, apparently not recognizing them while he's in gorilla mode. He grabs a launch and is going to chomp on her. Oh, no. Very King Kong. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wink to audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then what's his Yamcha? Is that the guy in white? Yeah. yeah. So he says, you got to go for his tail. His tail is the weak point. Get on the Hydra's back. Um, so they go for the tail and he tells is the is it oolong is that is that the pig or the the cat oolong's the pig par is the cat okay well he tells the cat (laughs) thing to transform into scissors and he does (laughs) just just that easy (laughs) what because i in my head i was like if you can shape shift this whole thing i feel like it could have been so much easier you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like they could have used that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. You know what, D? You're right. <laughs> I, you can no turn into a- anything, right? Yeah. Scissors. <laughs> That's what we need in this moment. Gun. <laughs> Only that will do. Uh, well, it's so. The they- is kind of like Ditto, where they shapeshift, but they kind of keep their face all the oh, time. Good. So, like, it's not a perfect transformation. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. <laughs> so big scissors snip off Goku's tail. He wails, causing the part of the castle that they're in to crack and collapse. Uh, Lucifer notices, and Igor tells him not to worry. The master plan will still work. And Bulma's like, "What is the master plan?" And Igor's like, "Because Master made it up. It's called the master plan." <laughs> but <Ba-dums>. us. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we see our crew again. Goku is baby again, and he's naked, and he's freaking out because his tail is gone. But then he's just like, ah, well, whatever. Yeah, when he's freaking out, he says, it's gone again. I was like, what point of the Dragon Ball canon does this exist? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing. Happens with a lot. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. But I do like all the... Uh, So they... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I just like that they, uh, they incorporate, like, the great ape saying stuff in this with the full moon and everything mm. just because i'm like yeah like somebody said it earlier but i'm like oh yeah this is <laughs> mind you we're recording this in april but i'm like oh yeah this is incredibly dragon ball the halloween special because <laughs> yeah great, <laughs> great ape transformation sure. is like very werewolf like except he turns into a massive yeah. gorilla instead yeah exactly <laughs> uh so they still gotta save bulma um Lucifer places the diamond into this huge contraption and he says they're gonna blow up the sun. <laughs> and no I, <laughs> I was watching this on my iPad with my headphones in and I laughed out loud and paused it and Paul just looked at me and smiled and he was like, What happened? And I was like, They're gonna blow up the sun And I don't know if he's seen this, but he was like, Yeah, that's Dragon Ball. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that tracks. So funny. And the only reason he wants to blow up the sun is because monsters don't need it and they love darkness. <laughs> I think they probably... It's mildly inconvenient. They probably still do need it because then, like, I don't know, Earth will rotate out of orbit, right? And just, like, 
I guess they'll be fine. Yeah. Right? Unless gravity. They're not thinking about the, uh, the science. <laughs> they don't have a They're just like, ah, who needs it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the crew runs in and Lucifer attacks them. A fight happens. Krillin and Goku are working together as pals. Yeah. Uh, very cute. Uh, Bulma tells Goku to not let Lucifer uh, fire the machine. And then, oh boy, Goku does the Kamehameha. That's the thing. The thing. He did the thing. That's <laughs> the Dragon Ball thing. He does it. <laughs> he did the thing he learned from Master Roshi, which I guess didn't technically happen in the... All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, oh, uh, real quick, I love that the Count's giant gun for the targeting system has a sun on it, but the sun has a face, like a medieval portrait of yeah. the sun. Like, it's, it's not like a viewfinder. Yeah. It's like a stylized, <laughs> like, targeting system. Yeah, it would he drew like it himself. Really, yeah, it would make sense more if it was, like, uh, like, other tech of his was like that, but then he just has, like, a normal television, so... It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's so just out all, of place. It's yeah. just flair, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You <laughs> don't drama. understand. I have to aim for the vibe of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the general feel for it. And that gun looks so cool, uh, too. Yeah, I, like I... Yeah, the very, like, painterly style and, like, the greens. Very nice. Yeah, it's like an organic space technology. Yeah. Very out of place for this vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a mixture of the, the thing from uh, Alien... And then they like land on the alien ship and like sell, oh, I guess, yeah. from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very Giger esque. Mm. Um, so yes, he Kamehameha's the machine. The machine collapses, takes Lucifer with it. The crew runs away, and then the diamond explodes and blows everything up, including Lucifer. We see it happen. <laughs> he gets dusted. <laughs> um, mission accomplished. Um, Krillin is sad because they didn't get the princess to bring back to Master Roshi, but Goku is like, well, we did our best and saved the day, and that's what matters. <laughs> um, so they go back to Roshi, and he says that they did it. He thinks that uh, Launch is the princess. She's not, but he like takes her hand and is like, come inside with me. Um, and he's like, I'll let you both be my students because you did it. Um, and they're so excited. Hooray. Yay. Hey, you could have avoided this whole thing if you just said that in the first place. You know that, right? But then he wouldn't have a girl to smooch on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. And he he still doesn't. Yeah, the two kids are blissfully uh, unaware of the sex crimes going on behind them. (laughs) Yes. Luckily, she uh, she turns blonde again, her blonde mode, and shoots at him. And he runs outside, and then she sneezes again and turns back into lot, into the black-haired version of her. And she's like, oh, what the heck is a gun? Oops. Then the credits roll, and that's that's the movie. I got one thing I really got to point out, because it kind of just broke me. Um, so after they destroy the castle... They get back to the mainland somehow. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and they're talking, being like, oh boy, we didn't get the gem. Oh well. And then a voice out of nowhere goes, hey kids, look at the camera. And they all turn and pose, <laughs> and we hear a click like a shutterstock, and then we move on. <laughs> I didn't I even think about it. <laughs> so confused. When is this? 
I don't. This is after they like defeat Count Lucifer and they like escape the island, and Goku's like, "Oh, we didn't get the Sleeping Princess, but we tried our best." And just like the picture of them with the castle looking like it's doing a peace sign. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's some like narrator voice of God is like, "Hey, kids, pose for the camera," (laughs) and they do, and I'm like, "What?" (laughs) Don't question it. I'd like to think they weren't sure if they would have the budget for the actual ending. So they were like, hey, <laughs> what, let's just have like a freeze frame. Like, yeah, we can end the movie here. And then they got to that point and they're like, oh, wait, no, we have to resolve stuff at Roshi's house. Oh, uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> just keep going. They're like two weeks out before it has to air and someone's just like, <gasps> Master Roshi. And they're like, ah, shit. <laughs> but uh, yes. It, yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> so. How are we feeling? Did did those who haven't seen it enjoy it? I thought it was a hoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was definitely a lot of fun, especially with it being like Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. It definitely has that fun, goofy energy to it. At no point could you make the argument that this movie is trying to take itself too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it is absolutely just a lot of fun. And a weirdly good introduction to some Dragon Ball stuff. If you're like, I don't know anything about the franchise, watch this. This is fun. They yeah. literally don't introduce you to half the characters, so you're not expected <laughs> yeah. to remember them. So don't even worry about it. Just for a lot, enjoy the ride. <laughs> Yay, I picked something fun. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I I knew Goku was like a kid in the show at some point, but... Yeah. I've like I said I've never actually seen any of it so yeah this was super fun and like his and Krillin's relationship is really sweet they're just yeah. a couple of little buddies <laughs> yeah yeah it was very nice Trying I enjoyed it like I said it, <laughs> it it actually like made me laugh and not yeah. just like you know like a quiet exhale through the nose thing <laughs> I burst out laughing which is always yeah. good I love that got a good chuckle at destroying the sun yes it was so funny <laughs> and also as soon as i saw lucifer again i paused it and i said look at this guy and i showed him <laughs> check him out what a man uh, uh, add him to the simplest <laughs> uh, god damn he's the, the type fills um yeah once i heard this was dragon ball like i said i, I haven't watched all the dragon ball and dragon ball z movies because there's just there's so many yeah um but once I heard it was, like, specifically Dragon Ball, I was like, oh, boy, like, I'm excited. Because, yeah, it's that's the form of Dragon Ball. It's fun. It's charming. It's silly. And, uh, yeah, I knew I definitely would have was going to enjoy it. But uh, I'm glad to hear that even without having the, the context of all the characters and stuff, it was still a fun ride. Because, yeah, they don't, they don't tell you shit. Yamcha <laughs> is kind of an important character. Oolong and Poor, not so much. Not Launch, unfortunately, not so much. I think she's wonderful, but... She never really gets much time. Um, Bulma is a massive character in both series. Mm-hmm. But it's like, ah, she's like seven lines of dialogue maybe at most. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Definitely weren't the voices I remember from the Dragon Ball series. Um, but I know with Dragon Ball in particular, they have a lot of different localized dubs depending on the region. So we might have gotten like a different one. Or maybe this was just so old it was before they got like a concrete cast maybe. Or at least the one I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think but, so. It's like I think some of the some of these they went back and redubbed them, but I watched this on like the Funimation app, and some of the dubs are uh, like the older style and like kind of like with like the Miyazaki's yeah. movies or whatever. Like they redub some of those again, all that. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Krillin sounded the same to me, and like Yamcha kind of did, but like Bulma and Goku definitely didn't sound familiar. <laughs> um, but at least for uh, the Japanese, the original Japanese, like fun fact, uh, the woman that plays Goku played Goku back when he was a kid in Dragon Ball. She's played him the whole time. Like she's play, playing him now in Dragon Ball Z, like for the last like forty years. Oh right, Hell so yeah. they've had the same. So Goku's like people are like, oh, why is Goku's voice so like? high pitched and kind of nasally in the Japanese it's like because oh, it's a woman and she played him as a child or when Goku was a child so I'm like I love that they kept her around and they're just like yeah it's illegal to cast anyone besides her as Goku <laughs> like you can't Absolutely. do it yeah mm-hmm. that's great uh, yeah it's a fun time yay yeah well thank you for bringing us a fun movie Tyler thanks for bringing me on so I could bring a fun <laughs> Anytime. movie Anytime. yeah this is yeah. like very uh Temple of Doomy and somewhat yeah, I was getting Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah. yeah. It's and that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Uh I know it's like has its issues, but it's just a lot of fun too, I think. And this also has some Shrek vibes, which I like. When I like to save the princess. I don't yeah, I don't know like I know exactly uh-huh. what you mean, but yes. I can't be specific about it. You're not wrong, but wow, what a statement. <laughs> Like, so, truly the approach of two unlikely heroes going yeah. up to this castle to rescue yeah. a princess? Yes, yes absolutely. Krillin is donkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly. Like, even I mean, down to the scene of, like, climbing over the cliff edge and just yeah. seeing a hellscape, and one of them being like, oh, nope, we're going back, and the other's like, nope, gotta keep going, we made it all the way here. I, if you want to take it a step further, donkey marries a dragon, has kids with the dragon. Krillin marries an android and has a kid with the android. There you go. Kind of works. <laughs> you can go so deep, I bet. Shrek ripped and, uh, off Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're starting Kei something. Toriyama his dues. Uh, well, uh, if people want to read the uh, thesis, uh, the the master's thesis that you're about to get your degree in, uh, where can people find you online and read this great work that is coming? I assume very soon. <laughs> oh yeah, you can uh, look out for it on my Twitter. It'll be one tweet long. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll do a whole thread. Don't worry. Now, not, dang it! Now I feel obligated to do this. <laughs> now I'll actually pursue it. Uh, you can follow Here's me. Some at, homework. Yeah, you can follow me at Tiami Vice on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, which I use to log movies, um, to write write little reviews and stuff. Uh, that's T Y A M I V I C E from a handle and. You can follow my podcast and listen to it with my co-host, Connery Hansen. Uh, it's called The Franchise. You can follow us at FranchisePod on Instagram and Twitter, and you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And we've just covered a bunch of different movie franchises like Indiana Jones and Twilight and The Santa Claus, uh, The Godfather, Mamma Mia, Legally Blonde, and Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so so many. We have That's a lot. <laughs> We have quite the gamut. Uh, we're covering Sonic right now because the new movie just came out and uh, D was just on. It's coming out soon, depending on when this episode's coming out, but we covered our first anime series. We're doing the original Gundam movies. They're like the cut down from the original Gundam show. So, Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, that's, that's where you can find my stuff. Nice. Awesome. And if you, the listener, have a show recommendation for us, you can send those to our email, yet at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Are We There Yet on both. You can find me on tw- uh, nope. You can find me on oh. Instagram and TikTok at Honey Period D or on Twitter at Honey D Eight and Honey D Art. Honey is spelled H U N N I E. 
You can find me on Twitter at ABTSBrendan. It's not just not a lot going on. I'm going to be real with you. Not a lot going on. Instead, I would also recommend uh, following uh, an artist I really enjoy on Twitter, OnstaMonsta, who, if you want just good, high-quality fan art of just this really dumb Dragon Ball Z himbo named Yamcha, <laughs> that's the account. I, I, watching the series, I did not have a lot of opinions about Yamcha. After following OnstaMonsta on Twitter, I got a lot of opinions about Yamcha. <laughs> Uh, wonderful. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork. Uh, not of Yamcha, uh, unfortunately, but <laughs> someday. <laughs> uh, thank you to Louis Zong for theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Kamehameha or whatever. Monster Mash, Graveyard Smash. How dare you! They steal it from you.